Welcome back, everybody, to the Real Madrid podcast as we head into the weekend and a chance, maybe, to take over the lead at the top of La Liga with Barcelona away at Valencia, who, remember, remain unbeaten at home. Uh, They have, though, only won two of their last 31 meetings, Valencia against Barcelona. Madrid go to Valladolid and a bit more on that later on. Well, it's been a hectic week again, which has seen so far Andrea Zola go to Bayern Munich on loan, a 19-year-old from Malaga, Hugo Vallejo, uh, looking set to join this growing rank of youth prodigies at the club, and another of Madrid's forgotten talents, a 20-year-old by the name of Brahim Diaz, re-emerged after playing less than 45 minutes this season. He appeared on Wednesday and scored in the cup victory, which, of course, with Gareth Bale going off with another injury has led to questions being asked about why Zidane is overlooking such a talent and why Madrid seemingly happy to let him go. Zidane's answer to all of those questions, these matches do not change anything. Everybody knows their situation. Doesn't look good though, does it, for Brahim Diaz? Now, Danny Ceballos, another after a promising start to his loan at Arsenal, is now on the brink of moving again. He's not been seen since the 6th of November on the field. He's desperate to be involved in the European Championships next summer. He knows if he stays at Arsenal and sits on the bench, that is not going to happen. He does at least, though, have options available to him, both Valencia and Milan are keen to take him. Now, some good news for Karim Benzema, who recently celebrated his 32nd birthday. His desire to have his contract improved and extended will be met. His current deal runs until 2021. It will be increased by another year with a further option to extend for another 12 months. His salary will be raised in accordance as well, taking him on to around €275,000 per week. Mariano Diaz is being linked with a host of clubs yet again. Valencia, Roma, Villarreal, Real Sociedad have all inquired about the player. He's played just two games this season, the Super Cup games just a few weeks ago, and he's made just 14 appearances since he signed in the summer of 2018. He's thus far refusing to leave. Sociedad are the keenest to do business, as they could be about to lose William Jose to Tottenham Hotspur. Now, Gareth Bale and his future are subjects that are never far away from a headline. And despite meetings between Perez and Levy, Mourinho is, of course, very keen and a known admirer of him. The player himself has been told by Zidane that he will be going absolutely nowhere this January at least, uh, which is reported to have further upset Bale's mood. Now, some interesting news from Paris about the once-coveted Neymar. It's said that he will be considering an offer from PSG to stay at the club. His contract would be raised from 33 to 45 million euro per season which would make him, in the process, the highest-paid player in the world. Now, some have seen this as an indication that PSG are preparing to lose a Bappe, whilst others are viewing it as something that PSG had to do, as if they let Neymar leave, there would be more chance Bappe would follow him. Now, are Madrid considering the signing of yet another young Brazilian talent? Well, the answer is yes. 
They are monitoring the progress of Lincoln, a 19-year-old forward at Flamengo who has recently seen in the Club World Cup. Now, he first appeared back in 2017 for Flamengo and has gone on to make 23 first-team appearances for the club, scoring three goals. All those goals came during the course of last season. He's also part of Brazil's under-20 team. He's being compared to Gabriel Jesus, as is always the case, there is a release clause in his contract, which stands at 54 million euro. Uh, Iska, who will be 28 in March, has been offered to Liverpool as well as Chelsea. The fee around 50 million euro. The player has forced his way back into Zidane's first team since October. Is still, it said, viewed with a degree of suspicion. And with Van der Beek arriving in the summer, he knows his role will be reduced yet again. Now, Jovic's name is again being linked with a move away from the club, with the player's preferred destination being the Premier League. They don't want, though, to rush through a sale and therefore prefer to offer a two-year loan deal with an option to buy at the end. As for the clubs willing to take him, well, Tottenham and Manchester United head the list. As for the player himself, well, Jovic's preference at present is for a move to the capital. Time to take a look then at this weekend's fixture against Valladolid. On paper, at least it might look as if it's fairly routine against a team down in 15th place who've won only four games this season. They've lost, though, only six times. The problem has been the number of drawn games, 10 in all. And at home, they've lost just once, a narrow 1-0 to Sevilla. The other thing is, and this could be a cause for potential worry, they did not concede too many goals either. Just six goals all season at home, and they've actually had four clean sheets there as well. The flip side is that they didn't score many either, 16 all told this season. Sergi Guardiola is the top scorer for them this season with four goals. He did have a short spell in Madrid with Getafe at the start of last season. He was a prolific forward during his time with Cordoba in the old second division here. He's managed seven in 37. Oscar Plano is on three goals this season. He actually played 63 games at Madrid's Castilla team between 2010 and 2013. He will be very keen to put on a show if he plays. Of those who provide the assist, nine different players. But only Oscar has provided more than one, and he's only managed two. On average, they manage just 3.1 shots per game on target, but they can get physical. They commit 12.9 fouls per game. The next yellow card will be the 50th this season. And when you look at the fact that they get in 14.2 tackles per game, slightly behind Madrid's total on 16, uh, making 11.1 interceptions a game, you know that Madrid are not going to have an easy day of it. In terms of the history between the two teams, this is the 96th meeting. Real Madrid on 58 victories, 21 draws and 16 defeats. This century, though, Valladolid have won just twice. February the 6th, 2002, Del Bosque's team beaten 2-1 by Fernando and Jesus Sanchez goals. Uh, Madrid had six yellow cards that day and in November of 2008 Mendilibar was the man in charge. Fabien Canobio's goal 
secured the victory against Bern Schuster's team. Again, Madrid picked up four yellow cards and Gabriel Ainsley was sent off in the final few minutes there. Uh, the yellow cards are almost expected in this fixture. This time last season, despite winning four goals to one here, there were another five yellow cards and Casemiro was sent off in the final ten minutes. Uh, Valladolid took the lead in that game as well and earlier in the season, it was a tight game as well. It ended 1-1 at the Bernabeu. And that just about wraps it up then for today's roundup. Don't forget, you can listen to any one of the previous 130 or so previous episodes via the website at www.realmadridpodcast.com or via iTunes, Stitcher, Google or Spotify and Anchor. I will be back again next Tuesday. In the meantime, do enjoy the weekend and the match. And hopefully next time we meet up, we will be looking at Real Madrid sitting on top of La Liga. From me, Tim Capel. Till next time. Bye-bye for now.